fellow historians. This is Ash. I know we normally drop an episode on the first of the month, but CJ and I have had some big life changes this past month. I started a new job, which I am loving, and it's going awesome so far. And CJ is planning a big move right around the corner. So, you know, more important than anything, when life throws a lot at you, you got to prioritize your health and your happiness. And it's something I advocate for myself. It's something I try to demonstrate for my kids. And it's something that I hope you also incorporate into your daily life. But that being said, we didn't want to disappoint by not releasing anything this week. So we decided to keep today short and sweet. Today, we're going to drop a little Q&A for a couple of past episodes that we've done. We had some listeners reach out about certain episodes, and we thought we'd share that discussion here. And we look forward to sharing another full-length episode on April 15th. Question one, did James Miranda Berry ever have a love interest? So one of my favorite episodes is episode one, Dr. James Miranda Berry. If you haven't listened to that episode, please do so now. Dr. Berry was a transgender man in 1800s Britain, and he was actually the inspiration for this podcast. So definitely go give that one a listen. And if you remember in that episode, we talked about Governor Charles Somerset in Africa, who was very close with Dr. Berry. He trusted him immensely, largely in part for Dr. Berry's ability to really help Somerset's chronically ill daughter. Well, at one point, there was a rumor going around that Somerset and Dr. Berry were having an affair. There was even an investigation and a trial on the issue. At the time, homosexuality was a crime, so was impersonating a man and impersonating a military officer. So either way, Dr. Berry would have been in big trouble, either coming out as someone assigned female at birth now living as a man or as a homosexual man. But the the investigation found out that they were not romantically involved. And one of the biographies that I read um, that's linked in our show notes in episode one indicated that those authors believed that Barry and Somerset were actually involved in an affair and that Somerset knew Barry was born a woman. Somerset would have been 18 years older than Barry. I'm not sure I have a strong opinion one way or the other on this issue. You know, it's perfectly possible for a person to go through life without a sexual partner or the need for a sexual partner. There are medical conditions and health conditions and physical dispositions that many people have that sort of like shepherd them into a um, lifestyle that that wouldn't lead them to some sort of, you know, sexual intercourse or sexual relationship. But also, if you remember, Dr. Barry is believed to have experienced some serious sexual trauma as a child. So I don't know one way or the other if Somerset and Barry had an affair, but Somerset is the only person historically linked to Dr. Barry in that sense. So I don't think it's impossible or impractical, though, to think that Dr. Barry would have been perfectly happy living his best life without a love interest. Okay, question number two is really more of an exclamation. Um, are you telling me Maria Arroso invented agar? Ha, yes, absolutely. Maria Arosa, our Filipino hero from episode six, um, absolutely invented agar. She's probably um, one of my favorite historical figures that we've covered so far. I really enjoyed her episode and learning about her as a person. I also enjoyed the challenge of that research because um, if you remember, I had such a hard time finding reliable sources. So anyways, You know, admittedly, before this episode, I had no idea what agar was. And um, those in the food industry, people who love to bake and scientists use agar all the time. And after we did this episode, I was watching uh, the the British baking show. And I realized that they mention and use agar all the time. And now every time I see that, it makes me think of Maria. 
And so my sister's a scientist, and she was really blown away by this episode. Maria's discovery of agar gel led to the invention of a process called gel electrophoresis, which is a technique that's used to separate DNA fragments according to their size. So every day, my sister uses agarose gel to do electrophoresis in the lab, which is a huge technology in microbiology. So companies who help make COVID testing kits or vaccines use Maria's agar um, or at least techniques and, and technology based off of her agar as a key component for their research and development. It is also used in forensic and paternity testing. So my favorite thing about this podcast is when we get to highlight the contribution of a diverse community and the Filipino community really knocked it out of the park when Maria stepped up to that. And I hope we can all appreciate her contributions and her outstanding representation of her community and her country. CJ and I want to thank everyone for listening to our podcast. This podcast has become an amazing creative outlet for us. It lets us flex our artistic muscles and it feels like we're making a difference. You know, there's, there's nothing we love more than hearing from a listener about how a new episode is their new favorite episode, or even more exciting when a listener can relate to a historical figure that we've covered. So thank you all so much for listening and being a part of our journey here. And we have a small but mighty following, and we hope that you guys will keep on listening. And if you could please tell a friend about our podcast, we really appreciate it. And please also share our posts on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It would really help us out. Thank you guys. Have a great day.